Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Bimbo News with your hosts, Ellie Siegel, Melissa Stegman. Hello and welcome to Webcrawler's Bimbo News. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. This is a podcast where we'll cover everything from viral news stories to pop culture to things that we watched on TV during the week. We have a Patreon. Our true crime episodes are now only available at patreon.com slash webcrawlers for $5 a month. And we're banging out, what, two bonus episodes two true crime episodes a month it's every other week so sometimes it's two sometimes it's three depending on the month holy toledo this month there'll be three now that's what i call a deal um and plus more sometimes so please join (laughs) our patreon plus more sometimes (laughs) please join our patreon and please rate and review us on apple podcasts and call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you'd like to be on our mailbag episodes leave a message about something we've discussed in an episode give us suggestions for patreon episodes or news stories you'd like us to cover in bimbo news Tell us a secret, a story, or whatever you'd like. The number is 626-63-42069. Nice. Melissa, who are our patrons this week? Becky W. Erica S. I went to elementary school and junior high and high school with a Becky Dub with a Becky W. I wonder if it's the same one. Maybe that's her. She's coming back to haunt you. <laughs> Yeah, no, we actually texted the other day, and I actually sent you a picture of her baby the other day. Oh! Yeah, because we were talking about cute babies, and I was like, no, this is one of the cutest babies I've ever seen. So if it's that Becky, hi. Hi. If it's not that Becky, hi. Hi anyways. (laughs) Uh, Kate B. and Lauren W., welcome to the team. 
Buongiorno, ladies' night. Buongiorno. <laughs> Buongiorno to ladies' night. Oh, well, what a deal. Well, today is an important anniversary that you just texted. Yeah, I read this on Twitter. It. Oh, I guess it was yesterday because it was Saturday. The 19th anniversary of Ashley Simpson's huge flub on SNL. Wow. Did you watch this live? Oh, yeah. Big time. It changed the culture. Because that was, what year would that be? 2004? If you think I do math, that's something else. I was, I was and I am a huge Ashley Simpson fan. I think she's, I love her music. No joke. She's got, she's got some jams. Like that piece of me album is good. Pieces yeah. of me. <laughs> and there's actually one newer song that she released about like friendship that is actually pretty good. It's a banger. Friends are number one. Yeah, it's like hanging out with your best with your best friends. What about um, your friends? <laughs> okay, so this she meant to sing. She they started playing the instrumental to pieces of me, right? Well, what I think it is, is I think that this is before SNL only did live shows. I think that she she was singing to a track. Right, it was the track. she was lip syncing. The track and the music didn't m- mix. So I don't know if they played the wrong track or they were playing the wrong song or what happened. Something. You would think that they would play the right song, like based on I'm sure that they had practiced this and planned it and rehearsed it. Yeah, I'm sure the band was doing it right, but whatever track they played was yeah was wrong. Whoops. So do you want to do you want do you want to play? I put the link. I mean, it's it's more of a visual than an audio, but the audio it brings back a vivid image. It really does, and it's such a bummer because so many musicians use backing tracks now all the time totally it's really a bummer that she got kind of this kind of ruined her career right what sucks though is that she left her her musicians on stage to just play and so she did this weird jig and then left oh my god that awkward dance yeah and then the musicians had to stay there for like like a minute and 30 seconds or two minutes however long that song is and then just play the duration of the song because what else is snl gonna do i guess like cut to commercial or something so it's just so uncomfortable it's really it's really funny okay this clip is one minute once again ashley simpson this is her second song of the night yeah That's her, the track. That's the track, yeah. Yeah. And then they, but what start, is the, they start playing like pieces of you or something. She's just like standing on stage. You know what it is? Is I think that the track starts playing too early, I think it is. Well, because this is the second performance of the night. So you would think, did she do Pieces of Me first? And they maybe accidentally pl- played Pieces of Me again. Let's see. What happened <laughs> we gotta to figure Ashley this out. Simpson on SNL? Beat by beat, Ashley Simpson's SNL oh, great. fiasco. Perfect. Okay, good. this is honestly exactly perfect, perfect. what I need. <laughs> One of the comments is, this is like the modern day equivalent of the band continuing to play while the Titanic was sinking. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Okay, so 12.15 a.m.-ish, Simpson performs Pieces of Me Without Incident. 
while the song is now a footnote in live television history, it is still a bop, blah, blah, blah. So that was the first song, Pieces of Me. That was the first song, yes. So 1245. Ashley and her band are on stage about to begin her second song, which is to be the title track autobiography. Oh. Um, Jude Law reads the words off the card. (laughs) To linger on the Jude Law of it all for a second, one thing that gets lost in the hoopla over Ashley's lip sync disaster is what a crucial time in Jude Law's career the SNL episode was. Okay, I I don't care about this. Okay, that's cool. The band starts playing and Ashley kicks the number off with some weird slinky snake charmer dance, which might give you a misleading sense of what kind of song autobiography is. Alas, we would never find out where this choreography was going because almost immediately it happens. On a Monday, I was waiting. Mm -hmm. Like a ghost from within the walls of Studio 8H, Ashley Simpson's breathy voice comes from the sound system, an unexpected and unwelcome encore of Pieces of Me. Okay, so they replayed the track from the first one when when they were doing autobiography. Damn. Damn. while the band switches up on the fly to playing pieces of me. They just play, start playing that again. They're like, well, I guess we're going to play yeah. it again. So they're like, uh, encore. Oh, um, no. Simpson is flummoxed, not sure what to do. So she just like walks off stage. Oh, uh, that is horrible. Wait, what's her song? This is autobiography. Was this like, it? was this on the radio or was this? You think you know me. I don't remember this I don't one. know if I remember this. On the street is that you do. You are my history. What others tell you won't be true. I want to tell you Okay, yeah. Well, this song never happened. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, literally the song that never happened. Wow. So yeah, happy nineteenth anniversary to that. Yeah. Now she's married to Evan Ross, Diana Ross's son. Right. They have either a kid or kids. She is one of the best nose jobs this world has ever seen. I saw so. her in the bathroom of a bar, a bar on Sunset Boulevard that I don't remember the name Schwartz of. Schwartz and Sandy's. No. <laughs> How how did she look? What was her vibe? It was like early 2000s and I just went in there to go to the bathroom and she was in there. Oh, wow. And she was leaving the bathroom and like I was going in, she's washing her hands and I just walked in oh, there. She washed like, her hands. And she was up and she's like, oh, sorry. Like I kind of bumped in her. She's like, sorry. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, nice. And that's it. The magic of the ladies. And I room. did go to like some charity event thing with Martin a few years ago where her and Evan Ross were like the honorary guests. Wow. <laughs> and they like sang event. a song or something. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, it must have been a really important charity. <laughs> the Ashley Simpson. I do remember like sending to Martin. I'm like, can we leave? <laughs> the Ashley Simpson lip sync fund. Like glad that you guys are supporting that. That's course, nice. Yes. Um, other important things that happened this week. This one's sad. Oh, yeah. Suzanne Summers died. Yeah. I remember my grandma had, like, the Thighmaster thing. Oh, really? 
Yeah, it was like this contraption. Yeah, uh, you just, and you just put it between your thighs, and it just like butterflies. You you <laughs> open and close. I mean, it seems like it works. Yeah, she I, she she died of cancer, I believe. I she believe, had been battling cancer yeah. for a while. I think Chrissy, she was on. Oh, three's company. Two. Yeah, she was she was a dime back in the day, and you know now. Well, not right now, probably. But um, and I saw her in Malibu once. I think she lived in Malibu. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she did. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace, Suzanne Summers. Thank you for being. Did you watch Step by Step? She was on Step by Step. She's the mom. And Step by Step. Uh, yes. No, Wait. She's not right. Am I crazy? <laughs> she is not the mom. Yes, is, she is. is she right? Really. Is Patrick Duffy? Oh my God, she is! I didn't know that. Yeah, Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Somers. That's crazy. No, I did not watch that show. That's you wild. didn't watch Step by Step. No, you didn't watch TGIF. N- not Step by Step. Wow, I didn't like that whole that wholesome shit. I was like a bu- a Buffy charmed head. Like Family step Matters. Step, step by Step. No, I didn't. I didn't want to watch Steve Urkel. Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is, uh, so you should put this in your (laughs) SNL reel. Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, wow. Send it to Lauren. I almost thought I was watching, (laughs) I almost thought I was watching Family Matters. That was really good. No, it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just Melissa. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, Oh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, another another blonde queen, Meryl Streep announced mm-hmm. that she and her husband Don Gummer have been separated for six years. Oh, they, yeah, I guess they care about one another, but they have been living apart for the past six years. She's seventy four; he's seventy six. Wow, they were they've been married for forty five years, but now they live apart. 45 years wow yeah i mean that's bananas i'm sure that they're separated and not divorced due to financial reasons Mm -hmm. i mean they're both pretty rich right yeah but i imagine they probably don't have a prenup i mean yeah because i think let's say 45 years ago that would i i imagine that's before either of them were probably hugely successful probably yeah yeah so, I mean, whether whether you're rich or not, divorces, I think, get messy. What? Her um, husband's an artist, right? Or something? I don't... I've, like, never heard of this guy. So then she... Well, Meryl's got... She's got the money. Oh, he's an American sculptor. I'm sure that no matter what, he does not have Meryl money. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I would guess that that is why they probably do not want to get a divorce because I'm sure that she would have to pay some sort of spousal port or give up one of the houses to him. They don't want to divide those Yeah, assets. I bet at this point, like... Like, what's the point? What's the point, you know? of After, like, you're in your 70s and you've been married for 45 years. Like, what do you need a divorce for? That's just messy. I mean, that's like um, who Danny DeVito and... Um, who is it? Rhea Perlman. Did they get a divorce? Yeah. Was it a couple of years ago? And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like everyone was shocked. Wait, how did I not know about this? I'm kind of crushed. Yeah. Or did they get back together? No, I think they Danny got a DeVito constantly posts photos of his feet on Twitter. Danny DeVito does? 
Yeah, did you not know this? He is constantly posting photos of his foot of his foot in like different locations, but- and he says like hashtag troll foot. That's funny. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. They separated October 2012 and then March 2013. They got back together. They separated Good. again March 2017. Oof. Oh, but they're not divorced. They're just separated. They don't live together. And in 2019, she told Andy Cohen that she and DeVito have become closer friends since their separation than they were in their final years as a couple. Huh. I honestly like Imagine I can't think of two people who were made for each other right? more than Danny DeVito or unless honestly unless they're like secretly related somehow. So what do you mean secretly related? I don't know. They're so similar. I feel like that they should do a 23 and me. <laughs> they're either meant to be married or they're like accidentally cousins somehow. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> no. I'm just saying do a 23 and me and okay. then just figure it out from there. They have three kids. Yeah. Hmm. I think they grew up in LA. Oh, yeah. They're actor Lucy yeah. DeVito. Hmm. Um, but anyways, I think Meryl Streep should be the golden bachelorette. Oh, my. I mean, throwing that in there. I mean, who like who? There's no way they're going to find someone good. I mean, the Golden Bachelor, the guy. I actually think he would be great with Meryl. Yeah. So maybe Meryl could be one of those late in the game. Like they do that every season. Or someone comes in and the Bachelorette. Like, yeah, like someone knocks on the gate. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah, Meryl, I'm just saying that Golden Bachelor has has it going on. Um, I'm s I haven't watched the past two episodes. Melissa, that's I know you're being idiotic. It's the I best know. show on television and so much good stuff is I happening. know, I'm so behind. Ugh. I don't want to spoil it, but there's this one woman who looks so much like Caitlyn Jenner. Do you know who I'm talking yes. about? That yes, like yes, one yes. woman who looks like Caitlyn Jenner. There was a Caitlyn Jenner, um, then there's a, a woman who looked like Chris Jenner, but then she got sent yes. home. <laughs> Yes. She had Chris Jenner's haircut. She got, or did she get sent home? Or no, she's not. She is oh. not get sent home. If what anything, oh. the opposite is happening. I thought she was going to get sent home. You would think that. You would think, but <laughs> you're like that lady's too she, much. No, but things are firing up. Oh, last episode, okay. Last episode, uh, what is his name? Gary. Gary, Gary. gave her a rose quartz. <gasps> And said, I'm giving you a uh, rose quartz because rose quartz is like loving and calming. And uh, rose quartz was my ex-wife's <gasps> favorite crystal. And you remind me of my ex-wife. Oh, shit. And I was thinking like, okay, I mean this with all the love in the world. If you're watching Golden Bachelor. Gary's ex-wife was not really a looker compared to Gary. And I'm like... Have we maybe seen fo- did they show photos of yeah like a ton yeah I don't know that I remember what she looks like Melissa have you watched the show I've Are watched you sure the you've show. ever watched the Golden Bachelor I've only seen two episodes okay. well and I'm like maybe he all these women are super beautiful but I'm like maybe he doesn't maybe it's like the super beautiful ones aren't really like what he's gonna end up with I don't know oh Tony but he, oh yes 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 he seems to really like this Chris Jenner haircut woman who uh and oh, there's also a clip I think there's a photo this. there's a photo of them when they were younger of Gary and his wife and she looks 
like yeah chris jenner oh Uh shit yeah last episode Uh at the end at the end of the episode uh she's like they're doing each other they're all all the girls are in the bathroom and they're like getting ready for a group date or something and uh chris jenner lookalike is having uh farts from eating too much guacamole and meatballs (laughs) (laughs) so i do like her she's a dark horse for me Uh, relatable and they're playing never have i ever with ice cream in the last episode oh my god she's she's the only one who's been with a woman which is not Whoa. surprising to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's progressive for old ladies. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it's really, really funny. And also, like, wow. all of them are lactose intolerant. And, like, <laughs> one of the women, I think, like, misses the rose ceremony because she's, like, in bed having diarrhea. <laughs> this it's is, the this show is so much more relatable than the than the 20-year-old. Yes. They're all, like, tired and need to sit and, oh, like, have amazing. stomach aches. And I'm like, I need to be on Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, speaking of couples, Britney Spears's memoir reveals some. Oh, it's intense. out. Oh, did it come out? Right, because I, I pre-ordered it. Because <laughs> I'm. Oh my god, that's really funny. I'm gonna read that. I'm gonna listen to the audiobook. But yeah, that there was a story that came out. Yeah. In the memoir, it says Justin got her pregnant, and they had an abortion. Yeah, I guess they, quote unquote, mutually agreed on getting an abortion right. because they weren't ready. But that song, like, every time I try to find but that's like apparently about the and, you know, like, you, I need you, baby. Because um, people thought it was about Justin at first. Yeah, everyone thinks like baby is Justin, but it's probably actually about the baby because the video is like her in a hospital watching this woman like give birth. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh. And I guess like she like touches her stomach when she's singing and stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, so now we get what it's oh. about." Oh. I mean, if it's Brittany... a woman giving birth in a hospital, the video. I know. Now we're all like, "Oh, okay." And it's every time I see you in my dreams, I see your face. You're haunting me. I oh. guess I needed you, baby. Oh, like I okay. Mean. So now we know that she she had an abortion. Okay, of course. I make believe that you are here. It's the only way I see clear. What have I done? Oof. Like, this, it seems like this is a song about her regretting having this abortion. Yeah. Wow. The book it's comes really out sad. 24th, Tuesday. There's also, I guess, parts about, you know, she hooked up with um, Colin Farrell. She did. Um, oh, my God. Famously, they showed up on a red carpet together somewhere. I think it might have been the MTV Movie Awards, and they were, like, making out. Oh, right. Yeah. And she said that they were, like, clawing at each other, clawing at each other and wrestling like animals. Oh That's what their, like, God. sex is like. Have you seen that Colin Farrell sex tape? Would he, no. Oh, my There's God. There's a Colin Farrell sex tape? <laughs> yes. That ex I dated who you know was obsessed with it. He thought it was so funny. But it's <sighs> him, like, going down on a woman and him being like, I could eat your pussy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> oh, yes. That's where yeah. that, that's where that, that yeah. quote and that clip is from. Yeah. Oh, it's his mo- a model. Oh, of course it's a model. Sex tape t- and uh, I guess Justin apparently also broke up with her via text. Ugh. 
Of course he did. Like, what is this thing with breaking up with people over text when they're your actual partner? That's crazy. And everyone was super mad at Justin online. And I guess Brittany posted something on her Instagram or her Twitter saying like, I've moved on from all of this. You know, this is something I started writing a while ago, and I just want to share my story. So this isn't about me wanting you to drag people. This is just about like me sharing my story because she also shared this interesting part. I guess Britney Spears confronted this like girl actor Alexa Nicholas on the Zoe 101 set. <laughs> okay. Because Jamie Lynn Spears had told her that the girl was being mean to her or something. Oh. Yeah. Britney Spears like went to set and tried to mediate between the girls and I guess like yelled at uh, yelled at yelled at this, this kid on the show. Elect- yeah, this kid on the show. And later on, I guess Britney apologized to her. Oh. Yeah, saying like this was not the truth. This was I didn't have the whole story. Like I'm sorry, you know, my little sister is a freak show and I'm sorry <laughs> about that. And she talks about that in the book as well. Wait, this girl, Alexis Nicholas or Alexa Nicholas was on Zoe 101. I'm on her Wikipedia. She's 31 now. And July 8th, 2023, she accused actor Jonah Hill of forcibly kissing her at a party. Oh, that's the girl? This isn't his ex, the surfer. This is another no, girl. Yeah, yeah, No, I remember this. Who said he forcibly kissed her at a party at Justin Long's house in 2008 when she was 16 and Jonah Hill was 24. This. Yeah, and she like accused She Long asked for a cigarette or something. Getting her drunk. And Jonah Hill has this. denied the accusations. Interesting. That's she- the same girl. Yeah, I guess she has a uh, organization called Eat Predators, which is a survivor-led movement organizing to hold the music industry and acting industry for enabling and protecting abusers. Oh, well, yeah, because wasn't What's-His-Face, like, the like producer on all those kid- Nickelodeon's kid shows? Yeah, I think she claims that she um, suffered abuse on Zoe 101. Yeah. So she she probably has a lot in common with Britney. That's probably why Britney like talks about her in her book and all that kind of stuff. Because Britney probably feel uh, relates to her. Well, what a poo poo situation. And speaking of shitty situations, what what's this link about, Melissa? Well, (laughs) another person has pooped on an airplane. Remember that other story? Do I remember that other story about the shit everywhere on the plane? Yeah, I didn't forget about all the diarrhea on the plane to Barcelona. (laughs) I saw this and I was like, did I already read this? This is a different story. So EasyJet flight canceled after passenger poops on the floor. So this is in London. It was a flight from Tenerife. I don't know where that is. To London. Somewhere near Europe. Uh, The flight needed... Additional cleaning, the airline said. So a passenger pooped on the bathroom floor. Well, that's a step in the right direction. So they almost made it. Yeah. And the flight had already been delayed several hours. Oof. And there's a 
clip someone posted where the pilot announced that someone on board had defecated in the plane's front toilet and the pilot said, so now we're staying the night here. I guess you have to... Yeah, it's a health hazard. It's a health hazard. You know, like but E. coli. But in that, it's probably because it's EasyJet. They couldn't just get another airplane. Right. I it mean, like, what is EasyJet? Ten- Tenere- oh, it's a Spanish island. They said, uh, we can't, obviously can't prove whether the person simply had an accident or if they did it uh, out of anger for the delayed flight. So, Yikes. yeah, man, people be pooping on planes. Yeah, suggestion, don't do that. And if you think you're going to do that, maybe wear a diaper on a yeah, plane. right? Ugh. Yeah, that's bizarre a trend that's going on. Well, let's talk about this piece of shit. What's going on here? What's going Oh, my God. Jordan Vandersloot. He was accused of killing Natalie Holloway back in, fuck, what year was that? Forever ago. Forever ago. Early 2000s ago, right? 2000... 2005. He never pled guilty, which I didn't no. I didn't know that. I thought they just arrested him, but I guess he never pled guilty. But he is planning to plead guilty and reveal details about her death to resolve the case. Because he never said where her body is or what happened. So he's finally going to admit that, I guess. It's like a plea deal. Did he come from like a rich family or something? Is that why I, he was able to avoid all this for so long? I can't remember how. But I remember someone emailed us and said, Joran Vandersloot's brother is an agent in LA, in Hollywood. And he has... Oh, like a Hollywood agent? Yes. Or like a and I looked FBI up, agent? And it was oh. a different last name. I think it was like the mother's maiden name. I can't remember what the name is. I'll have to like look for it. But I looked him up and he's like a literary agent at like WME. Like... Is he is he signing anyone? <laughs> is, he open to sign, is he open to signing anyone? Do you have his email address? Yeah, okay. So where can I send him some samples? Some short stories? But I don't know that because it, he it's he doesn't have the last name Vandersloot, that's for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, that's... That's too, He's from too obvious. God. Wow. wow. Well, that's what a relief for Natalie Holloway's family to finally have like some closure on this situation. Not, I mean, obviously not a relief the situation, but right. it must be. They must feel, you know, some sort of relief that. Ugh. Oh God, what a shithead! So apparently, in 2010, Vandersloot tried to get money from Natalie Holloway's mother to disclose the location of her daughter's body which is fucked up there's a special place in hell for that guy yeah fucking nuts this story is horrible did you see this this? so crazy yeah you sent it to us oh my god so the story is north carolina groundskeeper mows around dead body after mistaking it for prop that's halloween it's halloween (laughs) so the body of robert paul owens 34 was found october 10th face down on the lawn of a residence where no one lived and where law enforcement conducted trainings so it was like one of those weird abandoned houses where they do drills at i don't know i don't even know that existed yeah i don't know it's northeast of charlotte so at not, October 9th, the groundskeeper saw the body as he was mowing the property, but believed it was a fake dummy, oh, used for training. 
Oh. So not even Halloween. Oh, God. And then a construction worker reported the body to police the next day. Oh, boy. Ah, the family suspects foul play. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. If, if the body's at an abandoned house, yeah. I would think that that's foul play. Weird. Oh, that's horrible. I thought, before I read this, I thought it would be like a Halloween prop. Yeah, I thought it was a Halloween like skeleton or something like that. This is actually kind of similar, this next story. Mortuary worker in hot water after he ends up with dead man's sex doll. Huh? Ryan Smith faces charges in Nebraska after allegedly tampering with a dead man's life-size sex doll. Uh, This is from Fox News. A Nebraska mortuary employee lost his job and landed himself behind bars after returning to a dead man's home for a tryst with a life-size <gasps> sex doll. No, <laughs> no. Ryan Smith, 41, was arrested and faced <sighs> charges for attempted burglary, criminal trespassing, and tampering with physical evidence. No. He, yeah, I, so I he don't was, even understand. He w- was he a, a police guy or an EMT or somebody? No, he worked at the, at the morgue. Oh, at the morgue. Yeah. So I guess later that day, Smith contacted the property manager of the residence, claiming that the sheriff's office had asked him to collect a life-size sex doll so that it could be swabbed for biopsy. So I guess um, Smith was one of the two employees from Mid-America First Call, a company with which the sheriff's office contracts to retrieve and process dead bodies. So they went in the house and he saw the sex doll and was like... (laughs) Ooh, I gotta come. Was it? Oh, I gotta come back uh, for that. Wooga. He's like, I'll, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know it's like not clean. <laughs> oh, that is so oh. gross. Yeah. So the property manager was like, uh, they do not need you to come back and get the <laughs> sex doll. And so the property manager called the cops. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, my God. So the property manager refused Smith's request. But upon investigating a noise (gasps) coming from the now vacant apartment, the manager found Smith inside. (sighs) His clothing was disheveled. Oh, so he broke in. He broke in and started like fucking the doll. And then the landlord came in and he was like, uh, uh, nothing, do nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. Uh, investigating. Yeah. Don't get, don't come in. Yeah. Don't, don't. Uh, looking at evidence. Uh, what do we, I just yeah. fingerprints. Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah. That, that's someone else's loop. Um, oh, oh my no. God. That's crazy. Yeah. So then he got arrested. Oh, people are, that's disgusting. Weird. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Um, another fucking weirdo, uh, Sean King. Oh, God. So, yeah. So writer and quote unquote activist. He became famous kind of during the Black Lives Matter movement. He was originally kind of like a voice of the Black Lives Matter movement until he was, uh, I don't even know the right word. It turned out he was kind of like a con man yeah. and a grifter. He... I think originally what happened was he started like trying to raise money for black lives matter. And then he was like keeping it all. Right. Um, there was that. Oh yeah. The, the mountain climbing thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that that's how it, I don't. Yeah. He, started, yeah. I think it was black though. lives matter was 
when he first started getting popular. Oh, here. Okay. So Sean King and progressive journalist Benjamin Dixon launched an ambitious multimedia reboot of Frederick Douglass's abolitionist newspaper, the North Star last February, last February. Also, it was originally celebrated by like Susan Sarandon, Megan Mullally. They had multiple angel investors, 30,000 subscribers. I just remember seeing the mountain thing. Yeah, it says 14 months after launching, almost none of what King promised to build has appeared on the site, and the site has struggled with issues that alienated many subscribers. The headquarters and television studios were quietly shuttered last summer. All Atlanta-based staffers were laid off, etc. So that's not the original grift either, but that's another one of the grifts. And then there was this mountain climbing thing yeah this was 2011 he created this thing uh seven mountain seven mountains seven continents one man or whatever and he was going to climb right seven mountains and seven continents and he tried to crowd crowdfund for it he raised sixteen thousand dollars did not climb a single single mountain and apparently, like, use the money to go on a family vacation. Yeah. This, because I, I read this this morning, this website that he started said he has had like three spinal fusion back surgeries and he's like constantly in pain, but he's going to like start training to climb these mountains and like people were donating and everyone was like, yeah, great. This is great. And then, yeah, just <laughs> didn't, didn't end up doing it and just kept the money. So that was over 10 years ago. So that may have been. So recently, his new thing is that he said that he has like helped broker peace between. Oh, my God. I Hamas saw that. And like Israel or something. Like, no, what is he this? helped so- bring two hostages home, American hostages. Oh, he got two hostages free, a mother and daughter. Yeah. Yeah, so he says, Sean King says, Hamas has just freed the teenager Natalie uh, Raynan and her mother. I'm so grateful. As I said last week, Natalie and her family have been supporters of mine and protested police violence in America alongside us. I am also thankful for the Qatari government for helping to negotiate this. Dozens of us work frantically behind the scenes to make this happen. I spoke to Natalie's family this afternoon, and they're anxiously awaiting more updates. And... The family released a statement being like, Judith and Natalie have no idea who Sean King is. Like, we do not know this man. Like, and Sean King posted a photo being like, the family just sent me this picture. And the photo was from a TV screen. Like, it ha- it was like a TV screen. It was a picture that like CNN had posted and it had a caption at the bottom. And Sean King is like, they just sent me this photo. But it's a photo from a t- It's just so... Crazy. Who says they helped broker hostage negotiations? So he's a hostage negotiator now. Yes. And a mountain climber. Uh, Someone else. He was serial selling, entrepreneur. He was selling like hoodies or t-shirts or something. And like no one ever received them. Like a few years ago, he was getting called he's out like for Caroline that. like Caroline Calloway. Yeah. When his name, when he's trending on Twitter, they call him Telcom X. 
my God, that's really funny. Um, <laughs> Roxanne Gay said, Sean King is a grifter. He has nothing to do with freeing the two women hostages from Hamas. <laughs> they do not know him. He is not working towards a ceasefire. Please stop believing such absolute nonsense that has absolutely no bearing on reality. Wow. It's crazy that you could even think that, I mean... It's crazy. And like, I still, I, I follow people who repost him. Oh, yeah. But it's like, they don't, totally. they just don't know. Like, I mean, everyone on Twitter, because he's every few months, his name pops up. Like, what, uh, what grift is he doing now? Like, what scam is he doing now? And like, he just bought like a, like, couple million dollar house somewhere. And everyone's like, why do you need this house? <laughs> It says for this article on the Daily Beast, it says from 2014, he figures he made $34.5 million, or he raised for social justice causes $34.5 million. Right. And how much of that did he keep for himself? <laughs> like 100% probably. <laughs> this article by Callie Holloway from the Daily Beast um, kind of chronicles all of his... Yeah griffs i mean it's just there's a picture that his wife posted on instagram of like a few days ago of him of sean king like standing in his office like looking out the window like looking somber and his wife is like this is right before sean wrote his like opinion on what's going on between like Israel and Hamas. Oh, and God. here he is thinking of like just how hard it is for him to get the words out. And it's like, shut up. Oh, it's really hard for him. <laughs> shut uh, up. That's funny. Like about his wife is I guess they also try to do like a marriage counseling retreat, like couples counseling what? retreats. And I think like no one signed up. <laughs> Man just yeah grifting grifting yeah cool one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why united healthcare offers a variety of flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more so whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Another scam. I, I can't remember if we've covered this or not, but I owe a woman who made fake cancer claims on social media must pay restitution but stays out of prison. So Madeline, uh, excuse me, Madison Russo, 20 years old, uh, she claimed to have cancer. She documented the battle on social media. She never had pancreatic cancer, leukemia, nor a football sized tumor wrapped around her spine, which is what she claimed on TikTok, GoFundMe, Facebook and LinkedIn. Over 400 people sent her uh, donations. Jeez. And she's ordered to pay $40,000 in restitution and a $1,370 fine. Oh, yeah. I remember this girl. Yeah. Oh, no. And 100 hours of community service. (laughs) Hopefully working in hospitals with people who are actually sick, I hope. What a crazy thing to do. I just don't understand the amount of people... And there's photos of her actually like at at a hospital, a hospital with like shit taped to her and like IVs. Do you just bought? Well, I guess actually maybe that's not a hospital. If you look at the background, there's like a lamp. Oh, that could and like it looks like a plant. It could just be her room, and then she bought this stuff on like Amazon. I'm sure you can buy an IV bag. That has to be it. Yeah, that has to be it. That this is just like props. That she's using. Man. Yeah, because that's just tape. This is like scotch tape that she's using <laughs> to put a tube into her nose. I mean, I, I wonder how many people have like successfully raised money lying I'm about sure cancer. so many. So many, right? I mean, it's really scary. Wow. Let's move on. What else is in Well, the I guess news? we can do one more sad story. <laughs> um, <laughs> this Ohio woman, uh, 23 years old, was sentenced to 15 years in prison for stabbing her mom over a college suspension, I, I guess. this. Yeah, she's, she was found by a jury guilty of murder, assault, and tampering with evidence. 15 years in prison for the 2020 stabbing death of her mom. Uh in March 2020, Sydney was a student at the University of Mount Union. She was suspended for poor grades, and she flew into a rage when her mom found out. Mm. She hit her with an iron skillet and stabbed her 30 times in the neck. Uh, what? I'm going to say she should have been expelled. Seems like she should have been expelled. You should have done your homework. Yeah, looks like someone should have done her homework. I mean, that's like, (laughs) that's not an accident. No, that's a crime of passion. That's crazy. No, of course. No, it's not an accident if you stab someone in the neck 30 times. If she hit her with a frying pan (laughs) and then died. But when you add in the stabs, that's... No, the stabs are, that's that's a whole other story. That is not an accident. 
Yeah, crazy. So I'm glad she's going to jail because that's wild. That poor mom. She's just like, do your homework. And that woman just flips a shit. Wow. Hope Ripley always does her homework. Oh, my God. I'll never ask. I will never ask. How school? (laughs) never ask. I don't care. I don't care. I hope it's good. Do whatever you want. (laughs) (sighs) Well, in in good news, Alex Jones cannot claim bankruptcy. To avoid paying back Sandy Hook families. I mean, that's good. Uh, I don't, a Texas judge ruled that he cannot use bankruptcy protection to avoid his $1.1 billion to the family who sued him over the that's awesome. Sandy Hook conspiracies. Which is... He's such a fuckhead. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, because he has... I, I don't know if he has that much money, but he has money. He has millions of dollars from his show, but he doesn't yeah. have a billion dollars. <laughs> right. But I mean, he definitely has money to pay some sort of restitution with his show and yeah. all those weird ass supplements he his sells lawyer, and who knows what else. His attorneys put his personal net worth around 14 million good i hope he pays all 14 million back and then he has to live on food stamps and welfare yeah because he doesn't i mean he doesn't have he's still doing his show like he's still making money but like that's so crazy like who are his ads i i i well he just sells and why can't we get them Why, why does Alex Jones get ads? <laughs> he sells stuff from his own personal store. He sells like weird supplements right. and like shit that yeah. is just like made up stuff. Like, yeah. He's like, give this to your frogs and it won't make them gay. Exactly. That was one of his conspiracies right, frogs. that like water is making frogs yeah, gay. Gay frogs. Hmm? What a nut. Well, well, good. That's one plus. Um, <laughs> TV this week. We already talked about the Golden Bachelor, but Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, that is Mike Mike Flanagan's newest show. Oh. He did um what is it like Haunting of Bly Manor or something? The what Haunting was of was it Hill House? Oh yeah, it's Haunting of Hill House. The um, Shirley Jackson Midnight Mass was Midnight his Mass. most recent one that people liked. Um, I didn't like that one as much. I didn't like it as much either. Really? Hill House, yeah, Midnight House Mass. He's done a lot of one. Follow the House of Usher is his newest one. Is I it about, didn't like it as much. Is it about Usher Raymond? I wish. Oh my God. I just saw a clip of Usher's show in New York. Oh, he was, or I mean in Vegas. He was serenading Doja Cat. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah our milkshake duck um but i was like i'm not an usher fan i was like this is hot yeah i'm sorry but this is sexy (laughs) yeah he's he like he's got it like his little moves and i got it you got it bad yeah i have to send you the clip because i was like oh do i want to see usher in concert oh this is interesting (laughs) just give me five i gotta go break into this dead guy's house to see a sex doll um um, but how house of usher wasn't my favorite i guess it's based on different edgar Allan poe short stories the raven yeah and I could I kind of explain it as spooky succession. Mm. <laughs> it's about a okay. family who it's uh, who owns a pharmaceutical, who's very rich, who owns a pharmaceutical business. And it's about how they got rich 
how they became uh, owners of this pharmaceutical business. And then like, they all end up dying slowly one by one or not really slowly, but they all end up dying one by one. And what causes Mm. their like unnatural deaths? Maybe it was the pharmaceuticals. Maybe, maybe not. It maybe it was something more supernatural. Calls coming from inside the house. The house. Um, then there's this other show I kind of watched that I don't know if I like it yet called Bargain. What is that? It's the one that I told you that Maria uh, that Maria was like, oh my god, is it a documentary? Um, oh, Paramount Plus was it? Paramount the Plus? the, the yes. Uh, uh, so it's Korean. It's a South Korean thriller. So there's this hotel with sex workers in it. And people come to like visit, guys come to visit the sex workers and the sex workers are actually like taking the men who visit them and like harvesting their organs and selling them. So there's like three groups of people at this hotel. There's the sex workers, there's the people whose organs they're harvesting, and then there's people at the hotel who are coming and like bidding on the organs to buy them. And then there's, there's an earthquake and everyone gets stuck in the hotel altogether oh shit yeah so it's and i guess every uh episode is just shot in one shot oh like so it's kind of like a play yeah like directorially wise so i don't know i've only kind of watched half of one episode uh because it's like a pay attention show and oh, subtitles we know how i feel about that <laughs> yeah it's a pay attention show um, genre actually, I attention. was watching it dubbed. I was watching it dubbed. Oh, um, okay. They do have it dubbed, but still, I feel like it's like you have to actually watch it. Yeah. Um, so that's... I mean, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, it got good reviews. So um, that's my TV of the week. You have some movies to recommend, it looks Oh, I like. saw movies. I watched... I watched The Birds. Hitchcock's... The old... The, oh, nice. Yeah. I, I hadn't you know, seen that's it since. Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Yeah, Tippi Hedren. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. Or no, Melanie Griffith's mom. Wait, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom is in Psycho, is uh, oh. Janet. Janet. Right, 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 right. Janet. I get confused by all these screen All queens. these Nepo babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tippi Hedren is. Is Tippi Hedren, is she anyone's mom? She, is she a mom? Is she a mom? <laughs> Tippi Hedren. <laughs> Melanie Daniels. Oh. Oh, she played Melanie Daniels. No, okay, wait. <laughs> Tippi Hendren. Hedren. Children. Melanie Griffith. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the birds. You know, it was fine. It wasn't, I mean, obviously it wasn't as scary as I remember it, but there was this movie that was based on the making of birds that came out a few years ago. I think it was called The Girl, I think. And it was just about how um, Hitchcock basically like tortured Tippi Hedren. Oh, to get her scared for the... Well, apparently she said that he had made advances at her while filming the movie and she was like not into it. And to get back at her, he made her film the um, phone booth bird scene that lasts, I don't know, 30 seconds he made her film it like, I don't know, it was like a hundred takes or something and using oh real birds oh instead my God. of like, I mean, they used real birds, but apparently he like lied to her and said, no, they were fake. And then like all these real birds came in and she was like traumatized by this. Yeah, I would imagine. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, I'd give it like three and a half stars, you know, it was 
Not my favorite Hitchcock. I just sent you a link in the web crawlers. Is it completely unrelated to? <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> oh, a women's the bird attack costume. That's a good costume. <laughs> the birds, you, as you said that, I was like, do I want to be that for Halloween? That's, That's kind a, of a great costume. costume. Right? Yeah, it's pretty good. I also watched Killers of the Flower Moon. How long did it feel? Did it feel long? <sighs> no. That's good. It yeah, it it did. Fe- it felt like you wa- you were watching. It felt like you watched two movies because it's three and a half hours long. That's crazy. and uh, that's too long for a movie. I'm sorry, that's too long for a movie. Yeah, I yeah. And it's funny for like Martin Scorsese, who's like, you know, real cinema, and you got to go into the theaters, and like superhero movies aren't isn't real cinema. It's like, well, bro, right. you're making like miniseries here. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was like, this This is a... <laughs> but it was it was so good. I need to see it. How was Brendan Fraser? He, he's in it for not that long. Oh, okay. Also, Jesse Plemons oh. is... Well, he's... I mean, they come in like halfway through, Jesse Plemons comes in. But I'm like watching it. I'm like, I thought Jesse Plemons was in this. And like two and a half hours later, I'm like, oh, there's fucking Plemons. Here he is. I read somewhere that like for the past like 14 years or something that he's been in every Oscar nominated best picture or something. Who? Plemons? Jesse Plemons. Really? Yeah. That he, or like it's probably not 14, but or maybe it is. So he's in every Oscar nominated best picture that he that he's like been in, every winner or something that he's been oh, in. Right. He was in Power of the, the Dog. I mean, he's great. He is a fantastic actor. I love Plemons. Love. I've loved him since Friday Night Lights. I've loved him since Game Night. <laughs> oh, my God. Game Night? He was hilarious in Game Night. Underrated movie, honestly. That movie it's is really so funny. funny. It's so funny. He's talking about the chips, the Lays. Oh, my God. He, and he's oh. holding that like wheat carrier the, the entire time. Really good movie <sighs> if you guys haven't seen it. But yeah, this movie similar to Flowers and Flower Moon, <laughs> similar, similar vibe. vibe. <laughs> but it's really good, and I had never heard this story. Yeah, it's about the murders of the members of the Osage uh, Native American tribe in Oklahoma in the 1920s. Because after oil was found on their land, they ended up being like the richest people per capita in the world. Uh, all these men came in. We're like, well, we got to murder. The-. I think it was like at least 24 to like maybe in the hundreds of them were murdered. It's to like steal their money. We have done to like the indigenous cultures. It's and people fucked. want people are like, no, we need to keep statues of Columbus up. And it's like we have decimated yeah. like peaceful cultures who are just trying to survive and people are like well we let them build a casino <laughs> it's like it's no that's not crazy no. that this <laughs> it's is a horrific story. like i had never heard of this ever yeah. it also stars lily gladstone i don't think i know who she is she is phenomenal wow i think i had only see seen her in this movie first cow it's about these like two dudes in the 1920s who like steal milk from a cow to get rich. 
Uh, but she was like in that for a little bit. But she, she like Leo was in this and Robert De Niro, like they're phenomenal. But she is like she steals the show. Like she is That's so great. good. Well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely have to see it. Um, it looks fantastic, and, and like the obviously an important story. The ending. Well, I'm not gonna no spoilers, but I mean, it's gotten mostly amazing reviews. There is like one criticism that was like another white man telling the story. But they're like, well, the and it wouldn't have gotten made, of course, if it wasn't Martin Scorsese or Leo. But like Martin Scorsese, he acknowledges that in the movie. I'm not going to say how, but you're like, is oh. it at the end? Is it after like the titles? I, there's no, <laughs> there's the no post credit sequence. No, but I it, heard that that after the credits that the he there is something that comes on the screen that he that is written that it's not like a scene that there's something written on the screen. N- no, but I'm referring to this the way that he I don't want to give it away, but the way he, how he acknowledges like oh yes I'm the white man telling this story. Right, you're like oh fuck, <laughs> like yeah. that's yes, yeah. it's great. Well, it's great. I think that that's obviously true, but like the caveat is like it's great that he is telling that story because mm-hmm. he knows that he is a leverage and opportunity to. And exactly. now that that story has been told, hopefully that will give more opportunities to, you know, like indigenous creators to, you know, get their own stories told because people see that a, they do well, which is unfortunate that that's like the standard that, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's just, I'm glad that someone is telling that story because yeah. it's an important story. So it seemed to tell. like he did it very respectfully towards the culture, which was like, which Good. is a hard thing to do, but everyone's like, no, he did it right. <laughs> For sure. Good. And then well, I watched I need to see Nyad. What? I think I heard you talking about that. What? So what is that? It is a movie starring Annette Benning and Jodie Foster. Whoa. She's what a back, duo. Baby. Okay. And it's about this woman, Diana Nyad, who who tried to swim across uh, from Cuba to Florida Oh, when she was like younger and like she failed and then she's in her 60s and she like attempts to do it again. Okay. <laughs> she's like 63, I think, when she does it. But it's it's just about her story and her friend, Bonnie, who like is by her side like encouraging her like her coach well, to her do it body and it's 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 fun wow that sounds good it's like really good and it's like i would love for annette benning and jodie foster to do like a buddy cop movie like they're oh, great oh my god thelma thelma and louise yeah Bar- barb and star swim barb and star Del- <laughs> Del Mar. um totally unrelated but i just opened my instagram oh because i got bored by you for a second no and taylor taylor swift <laughs> is at the game again oh wow yeah she's at the she's wearing a number 87 bracelet is that his number she's wearing a chief sweatshirt yeah it's his number uh, a 87 friendship bracelet she's uh wearing a chief sweatshirt she's at the arrowhead game with with she's in you know like his box all that she's with Brittany Mahomes it's official guys it's official do you think Taylor will ever get married I can see them getting married yeah because if I I, I'd be upset because I really like him for me um (laughs) 
He he recently disclosed that he was a leash baby and I was a leash baby too. And I'm like a leash baby. Yeah. So when I was little, like I had a backpack that had like a leash attached and my parents would like hold on to the leash. Wow. I mean, look, I don't (laughs) not before I had a child, I'd be like, that's insane. Now that I have a child, I'm like, that's genius. That's genius. I mean, I do think it's insane, but like, I guess I would just like, I I mean, I don't know. If you're in a big crowd. Yeah. I think that that's what it was. And like, sometimes I would just like wander. And I think that they just need to keep, (laughs) keep an eye. Um, Now there's air tags for that. Yeah, exactly. But I think apparently he just bought a house in Kansas City because he wanted privacy for him and Taylor dating. Bought a whole house just to... A whole ass house. Did he not have a house? No, he had... I guess he had a house or like a townhouse before, but mm. it wasn't like secure or private, really. Right. Because, I mean, he was a... He's an NFL player, but right. he wasn't getting like swarmed like he is now with dating Taylor. So he bought a fucking whole ass like private... Oh, like, yeah. gated he security. House. Well, some suggestions... These are uh, Instagram suggestions that I have for you guys. The first one is this guy that me, Melissa, and Maria love. He does, like, impressions. And he is so funny. His name is... Let me turn this down. His name is Zachariah Porter. Yeah, it's at Zachariah Porter. Like, he does this one impression... A lot of his impressions are kind of like of a mom. Like, I guess it's almost like a Midwestern mom kind of thing. But he is like a mom going Halloween shopping, a mom like planning a cruise. (laughs) They are so funny. I can't even... The Spirit Halloween Shop one was so good. Just like walking around, like looking at prices of things, being like, that's too much. That's yeah, like oh, that's me before I have my coffee. Like he's just so good. Take our word for it. It's just take so our good. word. It's it's uh, you'll lol. Yeah, and then um, so there is this guy uh, at dang it's Wayne. If you might have seen it, it went viral on Twitter this week. This guy who was trying Indian food for the first time oh, in his car. Yes. And so this is a guy who's kind of similar to him. Dang, it's Wayne. And he also tries food. And he's just so genuine. And it's just really cute. So if you onion rings. Yeah, if you liked if you liked that guy, then also follow at dang, it's Wayne. Dang, it's Wayne. It's really cute. Wiener and they've schnitzel? done some collabs together, too. They're, oh, they're they friends. did. Yeah, they're friends. Oh. So it's a similar similar vibe. But um, this guy brings a little bit of a different energy. Uh, so those are my Instagram suggestions. Melissa, anything else you want to add? Travis Kelsey's new house is 17,000 square feet. Okay, that's too much. Oh, my God. Six million dollars. That's it. Seventeen. You could get a. You could get a seventeen thousand square foot house for six million dollars in Kansas. That is. That is so. That cheap. <laughs> it's on three point five acres at the end of a cul-de-sac. It's in a gated community. It's got. I'm gonna shoot security. myself in the head. This is like a hotel. There's a house on my corner. That's two million dollars. Oh yeah, and it's like. It's like a thousand five hundred square feet. 
Yeah, there's houses around the block that are $6 million that are like, what? Why is yeah. it so, why? Yeah, it's you could get, there's, you could probably get a, um, a 5,000, five to 8,000 square foot house for 6 million here. I, maybe four, I would say five, maybe 5, six max. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Like the in crit- LA. Yeah, yeah, depending on location. Depending on the, but man. 17,000. Why do we live in Los Angeles? I'm pissed know. now. This ruined know. my day. I don't know. That's like when I look at places, this is like going to go back to the Twin Flames Patreon <laughs> episode, but this is when I spend all day looking at Zillow in like yeah. upstate New York or these weird ass random places. They're not weird, but like random places that aren't here. Yes. And you get a gigantic house. Mm-hmm. You get a mansion for like $300,000. It makes no sense. Anywhere else. but LA. Here you get a burned down building for a million dollars. Oh, yeah. You get wow. trash for a million dollars here. Yeah, someone, you have to pay someone else for the house. Like, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Cool. Well, mazel tov mazel to the happy couple. Yes. I, whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> Okay, I have nothing else to well, I've for. accepted it. Um, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Um, join our Patreon so that I uh, can buy a <laughs> 17,000 square foot house. Um, also, if you want to Venmo us $300 so one of us can get a uh, facial from Shekinah from 90 Day Fiance, you can do that too if you'd like. If you want. Anyways, if only if you want. <laughs> only if you want to. Anyways, that is it for today. Uh, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And that's all, folks. Bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.